This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. So start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter the offer code SPILLED to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, set your website apart. And I'm Matthew. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, or open up a box, eat it all, and you can't have any. And today we're talking about New Zealand junk food. Yes, we received a box of New Zealand junk food from Dustin and Elise. Thank you, Dustin and Elise. Who live in Bellingham, Washington, but were recently in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, here, let's let's actually read from their letter that they sent us. Uh, Dustin and I went on a baby moon this year to New Zealand. We spent four weeks road tripping about the beautiful country and listened to lots of old spilled milk episodes. Well, their baby is ruined now. It's a podcast we both enjoy and always find the junk food episodes particularly funny. Although neither of us is from New Zealand, Elise lived there for four years, though, when she was little, we wanted to attempt a contribution to the show from our small taste of this part of the world. We understand that while some items are indeed true classics, others may not be considered so by New Zealand natives. So be warned, New Zealand natives. There, we should have that warning on every episode. We should. We should. There is also a strong theme for the sweet tooth, and we had a hard time finding authentic New Zealand savory snacks. So here you go. So should we start with the spuds chicken flavor? Yeah, absolutely. It says in quotation marks, real decent chips. <laughs> strong, <laughs> Wait, strong endorsement. Is that what, what it says on the package? I, I was just going to ask that. Is that what Dustin and Elise say or is that or is their slogan real decent chips? Oh, it, it's what it says on the back. Oh my God. Wow. That New Zealand has modesty up the yin yang. <laughs> okay. So Elise says, this is a very common chip flavor in New Zealand. Might be a bit crushed in the bag. Sorry. Okay, Elise, don't worry. It reminded us of the chicken in a biscuit crackers. This is the only savory item in the box. That's all right. Mm-hmm. So these have these have ridges like ruffles. Doesn't taste like chicken whatsoever, but it's fine. It's a chip. It's got a sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. I don't know what these taste like. Plain potato chips? Pretty much. Huh. Well, they're, yeah, they're certainly not bad. I mean, they're real decent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Already forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that they're called that because uh, this company, 
which is called ETA or ETA. Uh, they make their potato chips with potatoes proudly grown locally in New Zealand. All we do is dig them up, scrub them, chop them, and cook them. <laughs> they dig up chips? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine an American product being modest enough to say real decent, describe themselves as real decent? It is un-American. Like, you know, uh, Doritos, they're all right. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're like what solidly mediocre. <laughs> Okay, so um, so Elise says the next three are very similar in texture and format, but are popular in their own right. So first, oh, I love the name of this pineapple lumps. <laughs> yeah, there are some. There are several <laughs> that products. Seems like with something very like good names oh, here. I just found a pineapple lump on my hip. I got to go to the doctor. Yikes! Probably the most popular of the three. Dustin consumed a lot of these on the road. Elise thought they tasted like bubble gum. No thanks. Oh, whoa. 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 So this, uh, it's like a long. They do taste like bubble gum. I like it. It's like a long bar that looks like it's coated in chocolate. It's yellow on the inside and seems to have a taffy-like consistency. Mm -hmm. It's sort of like a Charleston chew, but pineapple flavored. It tastes just like bubble gum. Mm -hmm. Only you're supposed to swallow it. That feels wrong. In what sense is this a lump? It's not lumpy, and I, I imagine it would look like like a, one of those uh, Idaho mm. Spud candies or something like like. This like tastes a, exactly like bubble gum. It does. Wow. It's yeah, it's kind of taffy-ish, mm -hmm. but it's not lumps. That's so strange. Pineapple lumps. I'm gonna dig uh, <laughs> the the name of our next product. I already dig the name of our next which product. Is, it's a Cadbury product called Perky Nana. And Elise reports, all I can think of is a grandma in cold weather. Well, great. That's now all I'll be able to think of ever. <laughs> oh. Okay, this has no artificial colors. You know, we totally skipped the memory lane segment. Like, what are your <laughs> memories of New Zealand? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, boy, Perky Nana got, <laughs> got uh, melted. Oh. My Nana melted. Oh. <laughs> this looks a lot like pineapple lumps. <laughs> well, I think they're kind of in the same family. But um, people maybe just have different allegiances. Whoa, whoa, oh! I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna eat it. Remember when Walter's Mandler melted, but it turned out he was okay? Yeah, okay. I don't I'm, think that's I'm, gonna I'm, be the case here. <laughs> oh, that was real banana. -y. Oh wait, I just realized banana and pineapple are different things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Nana, how could you? Ugh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is revolting, Nana. Oh, it's like fake. It is fake banana flavor. I was so excited that I was going to get to sample a perky nana. <laughs> that is. And, uh, uh. <laughs> so I guess we're going to eat chocolate fish next time. Huh? Chocolate fish. Tell me about chocolate fish. Um, you know, all Elise said, and I feel like I'm failing to get the joke here, is as kiwi as dot, 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 chocolate fish. Maybe that's the slogan? Um, yes, it is. Oh. Chocolate-covered marshmallow fish, as kiwi as dot, dot, dot. So I'm really sensing a theme here. I think that all of these are supposed to be marshmallow products. Yep. I'm now understanding that. I, I was really getting a taffy thing, but now I'm getting marshmallow. How but all chocolate-covered marshmallow, like a like a Malamar gone wrong, or right, depending on your perspective. Mm. Uh, I think that's my favorite of the three, but wow. Mm. I kinda, I'm kind of partial to pineapple lumps. Mm. I think it may just be because of the name, but I mean, the name Perky Nana is great, and I didn't like that. So mm -hmm. I can't figure out what this one is supposed to taste like. It's pink on the inside. I, I think I assumed it was strawberry just because it's pink. It's interesting to me, what's what's on the label is um, a, a drawing of a pair of flip-flops, 
where the like the heel is shaped like a fishtail. And, the- and this seems like a like a candy that would be really hard to store without it melting anywhere where you'd be wearing fi- flip flops. Yeah. That's you know? a good point. Like, what what is the deal with all of these covered in chocolate? Like, you, you can't take these like on a hot. I can't hot take you day. anywhere. You can't perky take Nana. these anywhere. Chocolate fish. Do you think they mean to imply that it has the consistency of a flip flop? <laughs> Isn't this something Guy Fieri says? <laughs> we should always aspire to know more about what Guy Fieri is saying. <laughs> Some maybe in in the future, uh, like archaeologists will decipher what Guy Fieri has been saying <laughs> using some sort of like mustard covered Rosetta Stone. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it is all included with your Squarespace website. And I mean, it is hard to say too much about how great Squarespace is. It's it's easy, simple, intuitive. You can do a whole bunch of stuff with just the old click of a mouse. Yes, or the tap of a finger. <laughs> you also get a free custom domain if you sign up for a full year. Yeah, we something I think we haven't talked about enough in the world of Squarespace is how easy they make it to sell things online. Um, you know, if you're if you're selling a digital product or a physical product, you know they'll make it incredibly easy to to list your products, to accept credit cards, and to do this all, all of this without paying an exorb- exorbitant fees. You know, they have all the tools you need to track inventory, process orders, and send custom emails. Yeah. And uh, I feel like it's just gonna it's gonna empower you in in your business running. Yes, and and just like empower you as a person. Yeah. Uh, obviously. Mm-hmm. And they also have 24/7 customer support if for any reason you hit a glitch, which you won't. Yeah, if for any reason you feel disempowered, <laughs> they will they will pump you back up. Yeah. Yeah. So you can start your free trial today at squarespace.com and if you enter the offer code spilled, you'll get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, set your website apart. Okay, so... He- okay, we have to do this, No, huh? no, no, wait, hang on. There's something called Jaffas. Oh, Jaffas, here they are. So yep. this is another Cadbury product, and Elise says that this is a classic for sure. Well, and in fact, on the back of the thing... Jaffas? The- Maybe they're supposed to be called Jaffas. On the back of the Jaffa pack, it says, Jaffa's chocolate, a kiwi icon, whether you <laughs> roll them or bounce them. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 the delicious Jaffas must be the most fun orange chocolate ball ever. Oh, well, okay, I can't argue with that. That's a tough competition um, among all those chocolate I feel orange balls. Like there's a lot of like national insecurity going on here. Like that they really that they're sort of trying to convince you. Like we've got we've got good stuff here in New Zealand too. <laughs> don't, don't you get that sense? Yeah, it all just seems like a, a little uh, apologetic, even yeah. while they're promoting it. Oh, look at I these. guess it's, it's sort of like like they're so saying, this is a bright... pretty good for New Zealand. Oh my gosh, they bounce! <gasps> so this is a round, hard, hmm. red candy. Hmm. Oh. I like it. Hmm. It's got a bitter orange flavor. What it reminds me of is... The orange flavor is like the way orange oil smells. Here's what this is, if you haven't had a Jaffa, which I'm pretty sure is totally different from a Jaffa cake, but I don't know. You know those um, chocolate orange things that are marketed for Christmas stockings that you, you like, smack them on the table and they fall apart into slices of, like, milk chocolate with orange flavoring? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that chocolate from that covered with, like, an M&M-style candy coating. 
I do love and this I candy coating. It. it makes me wonder if M and M's were if M and M's were round, would they bounce too? Boy, that's a good question. I mean, what is making this so bouncy? Um, I think the coating is thicker and they they feel like denser than M and M's overall. But mm-hmm. I don't know if that's it. Um, I mean, I mean, it's not like you could dribble it and play basketball with it, but it just bounces. Probably could lightly. if it was bigger. Mm-hmm. Or if you were smaller. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, if I was a borrower, this is what I would use for my basketball. I was thinking more like, honey, I shrunk the kids. Oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, I mean, inevitably, then then the kids will get blown up. So wait a minute. Let's talk about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and, <laughs> and its sequels for a minute, please. Because like, I only remember them like a little bit, and I find Rick Moranis like a a troubling persona to look back on. Like there was something about his face that, yeah, kind of like like so manic you worried about him yeah a little bit yeah Um, it just seemed like at any moment like steam was going to come out of his ears right so the thing i want to focus on and um you know i like like as you know molly i only like to do up to the minute topical humor (laughs) Uh, yeah like honey i shrunk the kids well the sequel was called honey i blew up the kid right Mm -hmm. has anybody ever heard that title and not thought about a kid exploding no no. Like, that's not a thing. I mean, you might say, like, you blew up some microfilm or something, yeah, right? But, but yeah, like, but what, what were they supposed to say? Honey, I enlarged the kid? I think kid? they were supposed to say, honey, I enlarged the kid. <laughs> that's, that's totally unambiguous. <laughs> or, like... Totally uninspired. I, I understand blew up the kid is a more memorable phrase, but it's not accurate. Well... I haven't actually seen that movie. Maybe a kid gets, like, exploded. I think uh, that's probably... You know, it's kind of like when there's, like, a dead whale on the beach. <laughs> And oh, have you seen that video of the dead whale on the beach being blown up? Who hasn't? Okay. Who hasn't? I don't know. A lot of times I assume you've had an experience and it turns out you haven't. <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right. Let's move. Let's move along here. Uh, moving right along. Who Woo-hoo! wants to drink? Uh, <laughs> Me. Uh, if you are playing along with the old spilled milk drinking game, every time <laughs> I say moving right along, you have to drink. What? What? Uh, what product pairs? Uh, no, what product? What uh, wine pairs best with Perky Nana? <laughs> uh, Doesn't it seem like there's probably uh, a wine called Perky Nana that has like a picture of a Perky Nana on the label? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. What's can we can we get this banana thing over with, please? Okay. Fine. So this is not a classic at all, but the spray banana candy. What made me? And just <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Sorry, (laughs) I cannot read. Um, This banana candy made me, Dustin, laugh out loud in the store. Looks absolutely disgusting, but we thought you guys could make some great jokes about it. Oh, great. Now we're on the spot. Okay. I don't think we need to make jokes about it. So this is called Mr. Cool Banana Spray Candy. You keep saying spray candy like this is... What? So it looks like a banana that has been halfway peeled, and so it's still got the peel on the lower sure. half, and then you pull out the you know the the banana fruit part, and what's actually in there, it, it, it's like a spray bottle. Have you ever I heard of spray candy this. before? No, I can't do this. Do you remember when everyone was really into banaca? Yeah, of course I do. Okay, that was pretty great, right? I was, um, I always, like, really wanted to try banaca but i heard that it kind of like stung the back of your throat and that scared me and i never tried it the same way that the same way that matthew i've never had pop rocks wait but except maybe i had them on this show maybe i i also i gave you a candy bar today that has pop 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 rocks pop rocks (laughs) a a pop rock upon your house (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, a, a pox upon your um, your packs. Wait, you've never had binaca? No, I've never had binaca because think... somebody told me that it stung, and I didn't want to do something that stung. Do you think they still make it? Here. All right. Okay, so you're supposed to spray this in the back of your mouth, maybe? I, I, it's nothing happened. I haven't primed the pump yet. <laughs> this is a strange thing to do. <laughs> How is it? It's kind of good. Is it really? Yes. Okay. okay. I don't think I slobbered on it too much. <laughs> Look how I'm having to hold it. It's I so know. gross. Like, well, yes, this is this is like I can't think of any I'm I'm not even gonna call this a food, but like I can't think of any product that I would less like to have someone watch me use. Maybe that's an exaggeration. You think this is good? I think it's pretty good. Ugh, you can keep it. Thanks. It's funny. You know, it, it, as far as banana flavors go, it tastes better than perky banana. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's a funny flavor. Like, I kind of, um, it's got a certain amount of tanginess to it. I just like spraying it. I feel like, <laughs> you know what, you know what I feel like? Uh, you know, like, spray on sun sunscreen. Yeah. Um, often, Don't use this as sunscreen. No. Often has, like, a coconut aroma, uh-huh. and, I, and I've often thought, hmm, I wonder if that would be tasty. And it definitely isn't. But this is like a, a tropical aroma spray bottle that I absolutely can spray into my mouth. Thank you, Dustin and Elise. You made my day. Ooh. Okay. Uh, Wait. So- I just realized something about this product, yeah. the, the banana spray thing. If you let children have this, they would go around spraying each other with it all day, yes, right? Yes, they would. And and your kid would come home reeking of like a, you know... Also, uh, can we just talk about what a strange concept spray candy is? It's like liquid candy. What What is this? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that is well, exactly what oh, it is. I've never heard of such a thing before. Do have you, think, you? Do you think it's like a big category in New Zealand? Okay, people who have young kids who would who would eat this kind of crap... Let, can you like come on our Facebook, facebook.com yeah. slash podcast or anybody? Let us know. Is spray candy a thing? We've never heard of it. No. Uh-uh. And, the, and, and Justin's writing about it. Like, I mean, Dustin, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Dustin's writing about it like it, like, like we ought to know what spray yeah, candy is. You know, is. this is one of the more popular spray candies <laughs> in New Zealand. Like, you know, like it's uh, it competes with the suppository candies. I just love the way you're holding it. There's something <laughs> so undignified about holding this banana shaped spray bottle. No, this is this is what I'm saying. Like like I I genuinely am enjoying the flavor of this, but like I'm imagining myself just pulling this out and having some in a public place and someone like instagramming it or youtubing it and <laughs> I could never be go out into society no, again. No. No. Okay, so we have two more things. Um the L&P white chocolate bar. And uh, Dustin and Elise say, we really wanted to bring you a can of L&P soda, more common than any other soda in New Zealand. Really? More common than Coke? I don't know. It has a very specific taste that hopefully this bar gets across. L&P is only sold in New Zealand. We carried on all our bags, so we were not able to smuggle oh. any to you. Okay. Um, so let's hope that this bar does does the soda justice. Oh, it says uh, L&P stands for lemon and Hey, can you read that word, please? <laughs> Lemon and peroa. Pe- Thank you. Uh, do you like my Italian accent? I do. Peroa. Um, <laughs> I like the packaging on this. It looks like it's kind of ripped open, but it's not yet. Now it is. Now it is. <laughs> 
So this looks like a solid bar of white chocolate. Oh boy. <laughs> I just broke off off one of the uh the bullion cubes. Hmm. <laughs> well. Oh, it's really lemony. And it kind of tastes like a lemon square, sort of. Oh. I don't like it. Mm. You know, I gotta say mm. that I'm kind of liking the texture. It's like creamy from the white chocolate, and then kind of coming got, around. It's got these like kind of gritty things. It's like it's got pop rocks in it. Oh, oh man! Okay, it totally I does. changed my mind. It's the best. What does this thing say? Does it warn you? If these are all popular snacks in New oh, wait, Zealand, listen, listen. listen. <laughs> Amazing! You've just been listening to our mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Which, unlike a usual episode, <laughs> where you're listening to our butts. <laughs> oh, Matthew. Jeez. Oh. Okay. Thanks, Dad. So the last uh, the last item here is fehoa jam. Although, what did you call me? <laughs> although not technically a quote-unquote junk food, a very common New Zealand flavor, Elise's favorite fruit, a.k.a. pineapple guava in California. Oh, cool. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> just keep on. Whoa, it tastes weird. The banana squirty thing tastes weird when mixed with the lemon pop rocks. Thanks for getting me a fork. Oh, there. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I feel great about this jam, but I also don't want to judge because hmm. this is just you know some random brand, and maybe it's just not a good brand. I mean, but then again, I'm just busy judging everything anyway, so. Yeah, you're so busy judging. <laughs> Let her you, rip. You're so busy judging others that you haven't taken the time to judge yourself. That's my new motto. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. so um, catchy. You know, um, I have a little bit of, of wisdom. Okay. So as I was driving June to school today, I passed the, like, D.A. Burns, like, rug and furniture cleaning yeah, company what or whatever, and they have one of those little boards outside where they put a little inspirational quote. Let me and, guess. Life is calling. Answer it. <laughs> no. No. This one was, if you want to be happy, no one can stop you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It was meaningful to me at like 8.55 this morning. I, if you, if you want to be happy, no one can stop you, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, I know. You know what's going to do its best? Perky Nana. Yeah. Perky yeah. Nana is doing its best to stop people from being happy. Um <laughs> If, so what I was going to say before, and, and again, probably shouldn't keep digging this hole. If these are all popular snacks in New Zealand, New Zealand is weirder than I thought. And yeah. I mean that in a... No, in I a, mean that in a very loving way. Yes. I want to know more about Jaffa or, or Jaffa. Yeah. Um, it's so different from the other snacks we have. It's much bouncier. It's much bouncier. Um, if we rank these snacks in order from most to least bouncy, Jaffa <laughs> would be on top and none of the other ones would be bouncy at all. <laughs> okay. In fact, that's how we should rank all things we taste from now on. Great. Mm. Okay. Well, um, thank you, Dustin and Elise. I, I hope am looking that, at the remnants we... of this perky nana, and it's like <laughs> so it's gross. like it got run over. <laughs> oh, perky it's, nana it's like perky roadkill. <laughs> Sorry, I interrupted uh, you. Thank you, Dustin and Elise. Yeah, thank you, Dustin and Elise. I I hope that we have not run over your hopes or dreams <laughs> like we ran over the perky nana. <laughs> I I can't wait for the rest of my family to get home so I can spray them with this <laughs> banana thing. <laughs> if, if they don't get home soon, I might just go out and spray random people with it and get arrested. Cool. Hey, did you want to tell us some kind of story about egg salad? 
Oh, yeah, I did. So um, this doesn't this is not related to anything on this episode. So as you know, I was in Japan recently. You, you Molly, have already heard this story. Um, but I went to uh, this uh, cafe in the morning and I ordered a breakfast set that uh, on the menu it said um, bacon and egg sandwich. And I'm like, that sounds good. It's going to be like, you know, like uh, a fried egg or scrambled eggs on toast with some crispy strips of bacon. That sounds great. What it turned out to be when they brought it was dun, an, dun, dun. an egg salad sandwich with deli ham on toast. I am so sorry, Matthew. And he sent me a picture of it. I didn't know what to do. So, you, but you ate it, right? I ate most of it. How did you do and that? As did you, you know, like so hold your nose? If you haven't heard the scary food episode or most of our other episodes where I've talked about this, egg salad is is like my least favorite food by an enormous margin. So, how did you do this? Because if I were served like a, you know, a, I don't know, natto. Natto. If I were served like a natto sandwich, especially at breakfast time, I mean, that's a sensitive time. Um, I think this is how I did it. Earlier in the week, I had been served. Uh, I went. We went. Stayed at a traditional inn. Yes. I was gonna make a joke about you got served. Sorry. <laughs> Early in the Sorry. earlier in the week, Jesus. I got served <laughs> with a with a subpoena. <laughs> Go on. Um, wait, is that where that expression comes from? Like, I don't think it does. It, like, but isn't it, it's been co opted as like a dance competition? Right? Like you got served. Like, don't you have to like dance against somebody else? Really? Isn't that how it works? <laughs> I guess I never start dancing when people say that to me. I've been doing this all wrong. Um, earlier in the week, we had gone, we had stayed at this traditional inn, and one of the things we were served was like a steamed sea snail that uh, was like served in the shell, and you had to like pull it out of the shell, and it got oh. slimier and slimier oh. the more you pulled How it out. How big was it? Big. It was large. Was it like moon snail size? I don't know what that is, but yes. Um, <laughs> And I mean, it was like it was like the size of a of a perky nana bar. Um, okay, wait a minute. A perky nana bar is like seven inches long. Yeah, it was like that. So you were supposed to pull this snail out and then like cut it up, conceivably. Well, but you don't. There were no like cutting implements. So what are you supposed to just like slurp it down like a noodle? I think you're just supposed to bite pieces off of it. Oh God. Anyway, it was it was one of the most terrifying things I've ever been served. Probably the most terrifying thing I've ever been served. And like it came. This was with a meal with a whole bunch of other stuff, and I ate all the other stuff. I could not handle the snail. Um, and so I think when I got the egg salad, my what my brain said was, well, at least it's not a snail. Oh, no doubt, man. I, I Wow. Did anyone in your family eat the snail? Because no. that sounds, you know, I, I hate like I hate admitting to things that I'm afraid of in other cultures food. I yeah. feel like it's a I feel like it is a very ethnocentric yeah, no, yucky, I mean, I want to make clear, thing. I'm not... But, like, I, I am in general afraid of snails in any <laughs> cuisine, and even snails that are alive outside my house. Uh -huh. And the thought of being served a snail that large, I don't even know if I'd be able to continue with the meal. Are you more scared of snails or slugs? Well, I don't want either of them touching me. Mm -hmm. um, I could not possibly eat either one. Uh, I would rather be confronted with a snail than a slug because at least there's like a shell and I could conceivably like pick up the shell and move yeah. it. <laughs> move it further away from you. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks for putting up with that, uh, Dustin and Elise. Hey, uh, we, we also need to thank oh, yes, our wait. listeners. I didn't look up the names though. Oh, well, uh, let's look them up. Okay. 
So on a previous episode, we uh, we had some sort of joke about Planet Money, and we basically said that if any of you listeners went onto iTunes and left a review saying that spilled milk was better than Planet Money, that we would read your name on the air. And by God, 10 of you have done it so far. <laughs> yep. So we, we thanked a couple of you already. Um, but uh, I think they were Byzantinople and Snidget. Yes, that um, sounds familiar. Okay, so uh, uh, Wade, Ra- oh, Wade Rade says better than Planet Money. That that would be either that's either Becky or a fan <laughs> of my other podcast. Look inside this book club because uh, those are those are some uh, what we think names of guys in romance novels sound like. <laughs> Wait, what, what what is the name? Wade and Rade. So so we, we read a couple of books, two different books where the protagonists were named Wade W A D E and Raid R A D E, but we decided those were Wade and Rade, like Shade. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Don't worry, the the explanations for the rest of these reviews will not be as long, I think. Okay, uh, five stars is better than Planet Money by the Kruger fam. Uh, Ella Jean, Kenji Alt. Thank but, you, Kenji. Kristen Kirby, listener Caroline. Car- oh, did, first name listener, last name Caroline. Uh, and a couple of people who didn't say that we were better than Planet Money, so fuck them. <laughs> Just kidding. Carpaccio and Clumber Kim, you're also great. Thank you. Hey, guys, you're the best. So, um, <laughs> hey, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes, that would be great. Yeah, you can say we're better than Call Your Girlfriend. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna one by one alienate hey, every would great you, podcast. Would, would you say that we're better than Justin Bieber? Okay. Or Robin? Call your girlfriend. I nothing's better than Robin. That's true. <laughs> nothing's better than Robin. No one is better than Robin. Um, yeah. Do you? Were you? Have you ever None been? None of them. Have you is ever, better than Robin? Yes. <laughs> do you see what I did yeah. there? <laughs> um, have you ever been at karaoke when I've done the Robin song "Kanitua Bitches"? No. Okay. Well, listeners, just imagine that happen. Pull that. Pull up that song on Spotify or whatever, and then imagine me singing it. Great. Um. Is, yeah, you can uh, find us online at SpilledMuckPodcast.com, where we'll post a list of the uh, New Zealand snacks we tasted. Mm-hmm. Yep, uh, you can also find us on Facebook.com slash SpilledMilkPodcast, where you can uh, you can tell us um, how much you like Perky Nana. <laughs> Great. Um, and until next time, uh, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk, uh, now available in spray form. <laughs> I'm Molly Weisenberg. And I'm Matthew Amster-Burton. It's because I like to under-promise and over-deliver. Oh! What kind of party in your mouth is it? Oh, my God. This is so... This is better than lima beans. <laughs> you, that's, you heard it here first. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 